Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We've got three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi! And we call those three things the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Well, the students at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida are um, having something special to celebrate right now, which is um, kind of heartwarming given the fact that they've been through a whole lot in the last couple of weeks. That, of course, is the uh, high school that was um, tragically uh, entered by a, a live shooter and 17 kids were killed, um, but they had something Wonderful happened to them, and they won the state high school turn or the state hockey tournament. Well, I love the way our team came together this weekend. Uh, it's been a rough week for all of us, and uh, hockey for us is more of a stress reliever. So when we come out on the ice, we're able to just release everything. I have no words. Like this is what we worked for the whole weekend, and it worked. We're pretty much fighting for the 17 that passed away out here. It's been a tough week. We, did, we came here to win, we came here to go to nationals, we all just came together and got the win. You know, stuff that happened in our school, now we had, a, we had a motivation, you know, we were motivated to come here and win nationals, or to, uh, win states and, and go to natties, you know, that's a, that's a big deal. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not much, I mean, it's, it's, they've been through such an unspeakable tragedy and um, they used that as sort of their motivation to, to do something um, that made them feel happy and made them remember the people that they had lost oh, absolutely. at the school. Any so. happy news at this moment for those kids yeah. is uh, happy news indeed. Exactly. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Oh, can I, I just wanted to add one thing about that last story that I forgot to add. Uh, the nationals, thank you, Holly. The national competition that they're going to is going to be held here in Minnesota. So oh, just cool. so you know, uh, they'll be coming in. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, I thought this was kind of cool. So uh, Amy Winehouse, as you remember, died in 2011. Um, again, too soon. A very talented, talented singer. She was 27 years old. Well, they uh, there has been uh, a new YouTube video released of her demo recording. This was the recording she did when she was 17 years old to try to get the attention of record companies. Uh, and it just is pretty spectacular. Well, I, I 
Amazing. So that's her. Um, that's her singing a song called "My Own Way," and it was released on YouTube by a composer by the name of Gil Kang, uh, just who just wanted to share kind of the amazingness that that was Amy Winehouse. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if you love Amy Winehouse, just a, a wonderful way to sort of have a moment. I mean, her voice was something spectacular, and and it's hard. Like when I hear that, to remind myself that she's seventeen years old in that recording. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, her voice was unparalleled. Yeah. And here it is behind door number one. Um, okay, so we have talked a lot about the national anthem of late. And chiefly because Fergie mm-hmm. did a rendition that she thought would sort of give us a nice little spin on, on things. Turned out maybe not so much. People were not huge fans, right? We enjoyed it in the wrong way. We enjoyed it for all the wrong reasons. And then remember, there was we had this whole conversation like, it's really just a hard song to sing. Mm-hmm. And really, you should just try to get through it. And maybe we could just sing another song. Well, um, so I had not heard this until I saw it online, listened, and it blew my mind. Here is uh, one high school girl's rendition of the national anthem. Have a listen and let's just enjoy this all the way through. Put your hand on your heart. Or whatever you need to do to get in the mood. But um, I want you to listen to this high school girl's rendition of our national anthem. Goosebumps everywhere. Right? So this girl picks up, well, she didn't even pick up a mic. There was no microphone. She's at a high school gym and um, sings the national anthem, just her voice. That was literally just her and her instrument. And, um, you know, it's since gone viral. 32 million views on Facebook. uh, She'll be on Ellen tomorrow. Well, that's awesome. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. I, I don't I have know. No she idea. probably will be. I would not be surprised, <laughs> right? actually, because uh, that that actually 
says to me, you can do a great job singing the anthem. So all these celebrities who are failing, uh, they need to listen to this young girl. That was amazing. You know, it, it honestly makes me think, uh, and I'm this is going to sound like a terrible thing to say, but that song is meant to be sung by somebody who can really sing it, right? And I don't know that the singers of today, the the pop artists of today, the people who are kind of manufactured, I don't know that they really are all capable of singing it. And so I kind of think we should just kind of step back and only let people who can really let that song shine. Because when it is sung well, it is so beautiful. Her name, by the way, Christian uh, Melton. And um, the video is on Facebook if you wanted to listen to it or share it again. Again, she's just standing in a high school gym and uh, no microphone, just singing away. Probably the best version I've heard. Honestly. Kind of ever. That was awesome. amazing. Yeah, seriously, look for her on the Ellen show because no doubt Ellen will have her on in no time. Actually, we should try to track her down. Um, the person who's, who posted it on Facebook is her cousin, I believe. So... Anyway, that was awesome. Uh, all right. Well, coming up next, Elizabeth Reese is coming on in. She's got a big wheelbarrow full of dirt. She's going to give us our dirt alert. And uh, other things to look for coming up in the show. Uh, we've got our 30-second pop culture challenge. We do that every day at 1230, and we'll solve some blind items. And we do have to talk a little bit about how those blind items have screwed up our brains when it comes to Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. And her relationship with Harvey Weinstein, given some of the things now she's coming out and talking about him. We're going to do all of that this hour on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Stay tuned for the Dirt Alert on My Talk 1071. The world went to South Korea and watched Minnesotans do what we do quietly win the whole Olympics. With frozen grit, Minnesota athletes brought home three gold medals and one bronze all by themselves. Let's not get too high on ourselves. That's a little rude, but it was just real nice to win some medals. Minnesota rules the world! It was super neat, but let's not brag. Though hockey, cross-country, skiing, curling, and the downhill all did win. Team Minnesota won the Olympics. All right, that's a little much, but we could say that... Minnesota crushed the other states. Or that they did a really nice job. We own Wisconsin! Or how about just a humble Minnesota congratulations from My Talk 1071. Everything Minnesotan entertainment. Minnesota! Minnesota! This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. You guys, hello. It is so nice to be with you. Do you know that Josh Duhamel is not only, I think it's maybe just Duhamel. I always forget how to pronounce it. Duhamel. We like him because he's a Vikings fan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We also like him because he's very handsome and he can also catch rodents. What? What? Apparently he caught a mouse in the Today Show green room ahead of his appearance today. And then Al Roker shared the conquest on Twitter. Ew. Like, what did he catch it with? His hands? I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I'm going to watch it. Um, But he found it. I don't know. He's not saying. All it says is kudos to Josh DeMal for catching the mouse on our Today Show green room this morning. One time I was anchoring a newscast in the very early morning hours in Duluth, Minnesota, and we heard a meow, meow. There was a little kitten that had found its way, I have no idea, into the station behind the set. Oh. And then we got it adopted. (gasps) 
Well, right I was there. Say, oh all you'd God. have to do is well, show like, it on TV, yeah. and like the world would yeah. want to adopt and it. People right? got it, and it was a little baby. Oh yeah. Oh, Josh Duhamel is holding them. Oh my uh, gosh! Uh, no, it's no, 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 no! Wash your hands. It's Wash a your hands. And wiggling in a coffee cup. Wash your hands. Oh, gross. Why what did they do with it? I I hope that they released it somewhere. And I hope they called in a cleaning crew, a pest control boy. And I hope he washed his hands. They are so cute, though. Those little mice. Um, Why would you ever feel the need to trap the mouse? Like if if I were in the NBC studios and I saw a mouse, I'd be like, hey, guys, heads up, saw a mouse. Get it out of there. Take care of it. A lot of people get upset about killing mice. Yeah. They're called vegans. Yeah. They get very upset. Yeah. They don't want you to kill them. I just like, I don't like, I would just let mice somebody else smart. take care of the issue. You just sweep up the mouse and then let it outside. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. But boy, they'll come back Hals. Oh I mean, yeah. They know their very, way back. They're, they're like, really I had food when I was in that place. Yeah, I, I feel bad for killing it. I, know, I would too. too. I don't like to kill anything. No, I know. I feel bad. It's just, you want it to have a different home. That's not in your home. Like centipedes when they're in my shower and stuff. I don't want to kill them, but no. sometimes I turn on the water and I look the other way. <laughs> Because they end up down the, you know, drain. I'm sure I that, have I no feelings about down, washing insects down uh, the drain. They go just, down the drain. I feel like that's bad karma. I bet they don't die. I bet those centipedes find a way to stick to the side of the pipe and they're just fine. Yeah, and then they come up the next time. That's what I say to myself. Time. I bet that happens. Squirrels, by Ooh. the way, I once had squirrels in my ceiling. It was like a full anxiety attack. I also once looked in an apartment in Duluth with a man who lived next door, who had a squirrel in a cage that he kept as a pet. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. They belong outside. We had to get <laughs> squirrels taken, uh, removed from our property once because they were causing damage. That's what they do. And I couldn't like, I, I couldn't go home when the traps were armed because I was like, I don't want to be around a squirrel that's in a cage. They're rats with tails is what they are. I know, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't like to, I, I know. Yeah. Don't kill. That says a lot about you, oh, but they're so cute. They are cute until they're in your ceiling. Yeah. I don't have feelings about that. Holy buckets. You guys, the Bachelor is almost over. Thank Monday God. is the big finale. Uh, they're promising that Bradley's it is really going to into be it. <laughs> the, the most dramatic conclusion ever. Wait, what? This is going to be this year is going to be the most oh, dramatic please. one ever. I know somebody's going to die. This is so exciting. <laughs> All the other years they're not that dramatic, but this one's going to be the most this dramatic. This is going to be it. Ari says, in. "I know people are going to be hard on me. I made a mistake, and I'm prepared for the backlash." But all I can say is I had to follow my heart. Okay, what did it's he down, do? I don't, I don't know. Oh my God, he picked one woman over the other it's two. It's crazy. What? It's down to Lauren, who has zero personality. Now, I'm hoping that she has a personality in real life. On this show, she has no personality. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
And then Becca, who we love because Becca's from Prior Lake. Oh, okay. So Becca's our Minnesota girl. It's down to the last two. I have been hoping that it won't be Becca because I want Becca to be the next Bachelorette because I think she's just too cute and she's smart and she's funny and she's entertaining. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say something. Um, My memory of Ari is that he doesn't so much have a personality. No personality. He and the non-personality girl match each other perfectly. Colleen, this is what she looks like and says, now try to imagine my blank face, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're Ari. Okay. Ari, I just can't believe how I'm falling in love with you. Okay, I'm going to be Ari now. Okay. That's awesome. I'm totally in love with you, too. And then they kiss, and then Ari just keeps going, hmm. <laughs> and it oh makes my me, gosh. that's the noise he makes, Bradley, Ew. and it makes me want to throw something at my television. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Hmm. For oh, my audience. gosh. It kind of sounds like a whale mating call or something. Oh, that Ari's don't doing. even get us started. Weird. We were listening to animal mating calls. Don't ask. When? Uh, in the prep room before the show a while ago. Holly and I were... Uh, with Dawn, we were listening to different animals actually that's in kind of creepy in the mating experience. Wow, um, that's like animal porn, kind of. Okay. No, we just wanted to hear. No, no. can um, I just say turtles sound very happy? It's very sweet. Yeah, let's get some of that <laughs> when turtles do it. You know, Holly's going to make sure you get a, a moment to hear the turtles so that we can all have that moment of happiness. Thanks, Holly. along with the turtles. I like that you brought up animals though cuz my next story does have to do with animals and Barbara Streisand. Oh. You tell me how you feel about this. I want your gut reaction as animal lovers, okay? Holly and Colleen both have kitty cats. Mm-hmm. You love them. Uh Bradley, you have little wheezy dog. Barbara Streisand has had her two of her dogs were cloned from her dog that died in 2007. Waste of Money. Yeah. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And like sick toying with God. Well, well yeah. look, the cloning thing. Cloning I'm, thing. Cloning freaks me out so much. Yeah. But you do you know your bananas are clones? Yeah, that's fine. I don't care about bananas being cloned. I care about animals being <laughs> cloned. And then what the implications are for a soul within the living being. Here's Banana does not have a soul. Clone, if you believe in souls, presumably you'd believe that the souls are not um, be able a to clone, be cloned. Right? Well, that's the thing is. So this is I, there's like this. This is sort of the ultimate expression of vanity, because you can't clone the personality of the animal. You can't. It just looks exactly like your old animal. So it's strictly about appearance. It's so dumb. Why would is, you do that? Because you can just get another dog that is the same breed that you don't have to like right. toy yeah. with the universe. But like what this. she's essentially saying is, all those other dogs will never be as pretty as my dog. I have to make another pretty dog. Just I'm not and not not just one. I mean, this is I coming from do a two. person who lost a beloved dog. I lost my beloved Henry in May. It like crushed me. It was so awful. I would never clone him. That mm-hmm. is so weird. Barbara Streisand did it twice. Once you reach a certain level of fame and fortune, and mostly fortune, you cease being human in the way that the rest of us are. Like Oprah Winfrey is, you know, like I know everybody's like, oh, Oprah's just so relatable. I'm like, Oprah basically would clone people. Right. Like or pets, she's, like if yeah, given the opportunity, like when you're that rich, you just like your world is so yeah, that's fair. crazy. It is the truth that just you anything I, you want, you can have. Yeah. And she thought I would want, like that, I want dog. that. Why not? Why not? So I'm going to do it. Uh, I would like to cleanse our palates by listening to uh, two turtles that really are in love. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Doesn't it guys. sound happy? I am so uncomfortable. No, you have to it's turn the this happiest off. Sounds like little a turtle ever. 
He's so happy and he's no, smiling. You're not getting the visual of the turtle's mouth gaping he's open. He's so happy. You stop that. It's a happy turtle. <laughs> okay. You're that, welcome. He's, that Turtles like, need love too. I know, but I feel like I've invaded so many things right now. Mm. Hey, this is fun. Steve Martin and Martin Short are teaming up for a Netflix special. It's coming out Ooh. later this summer. And it's called Steve Martin and Martin Short, an evening you will forget for the rest of your life. Oh, it's cute. The last two old white guys who haven't been accused of sexual harassment (laughs) appearing on your Netflix subscription this month. Sadly, that is really true. Uh, Mel B says uh, that the Spice Girls are on the royal wedding guest list. Oh my God, that's awesome. And they are performing. (gasps) Mel B went on the reel. She was talking about the involvement with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding and all five girls got the invite and they will be providing some wedding entertainment. You know, they have agreed to reunite for a series of concert in the UK and the, in the U S tell me that they are singing wannabe at, you be my lover. at the ceremony. Gotta get with my friends. <laughs> Probably not at the ceremony, Dang but it. I would assume at the reception. I love it. Oh, tell me what you want. what you really, See? really want? It would be so good. Be their uh, vows. Elizabeth, thank you for all that great dirt. Thanks, Elizabeth. <laughs> when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we do need a caller to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. And if you get them all right, you'll win a prize, but only at 12 30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Everything. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Entertainment. Give you 30 seconds to answer five questions at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. That is Bradley Trainer. Norman McFricklepant. Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30 Norman. second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen, and uh, what are they playing for? We've got Michelle on the line, and what is Michelle playing for today, Halls? A MyTalk 1071 goodie bag. Ooh, goodie bag for mm-hmm. Michelle. Uh, timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Michelle. Michelle. Michelle? Yes. There are you, you ready? Are. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Which actor made his debut as James Bond in the film Casino Royale? Oh, crap. I don't know James Bond. <laughs> you want me to pass? Um, yes, please. Frasier is a spinoff of what sitcom? Cheers. Mr. Ed is what kind of animal? A horse. Jason Voorhees is the main antagonist in what movie franchise? Ugh. Ow. Fast. The kids in the sitcom Saved by the Bell go to what high school? Um, oh, my God. Oh, Michelle! <laughs> Michelle. I'm so sorry, Michelle. You can try again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's the 30-second pop culture challenge. Let's go over the ones she missed. Okay, so uh, the actor who made his debut is James Boond in Casino Royale. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. And uh, she got the Cheers one, the horse one. Jason Voorhees is from what movie franchise? Friday the 13th. And the kids in the sitcom Saved by the Bell go to what high school? Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. Go Bayside. 
Tigers. Tigers. Yes. Woo! I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so scared. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, when we're done with that 30 second pop culture challenge, every single day we like to solve mysteries and we do it with some blind items that Holly has brought to the table. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. This first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net is unconfirmed, but it has to do with a reunited band that had A-list years over Mm. a decade ago. So at one time, this band was considered A-list, I would say, in the 90s. Okay. So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. This reunited band that had its A-list years well over a decade ago is this close to canceling their entire tour because ticket sales are abysmal. No one wants to play arenas that are not even half full. Mm, okay. Is this a boy band? Uh, I'm going to guess Pearl Jam. Uh, oh, good. You're warmer than Bradley. Uh, Ra- you too? Um, Radio- Smashing is Radiohead is coming back. What did Bradley just oh, say? Smashing Monkey. Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, some like like uh, what do you call that kind of music? Alternative, alternative, alternative grunge, like white yeah. boy grunge. Mm-hmm. You know, they're playing here, right? They do have a date at the XL Energy yeah. Center. Have I, they gone on summer, sale yet? Uh, I think that they have. Okay, so uh, read yep. the blind item again. <laughs> yeah. All right, the Smashing Pumpkins are this close to canceling their entire tour because ticket sales are abysmal. No one wants to play arenas that are not even half full. Can I say I just Googled it and on blabbermouth.net there's an article that says... <laughs> I love says, that website. Yeah, it's um, great. We source it all the time. Says, tickets for the upcoming Smashing Pumpkins tour featuring three quarters of the original lineup are not selling as well as expected. Well, and I would say I think that that might have something to do with it as well is that there was some... Um, there was some dust up uh, around the fact that uh, Billy, it's Billy Corrigan, right? Yes. That he, that he's not invited another member of the band. Yeah, he left out original bassist Darcy Retsky. She was not invited and she was very vocal about that fact mm-hmm. on social media and called him out for it. Yeah. So I, I wonder if that doesn't have something to do with it. I will say it has been very interesting to see the crop up of all of these 90s bands that are doing comeback tours like Pearl Jam like um I think like I said I think Radiohead is doing something like there's all of these bands that you would have enjoyed if you enjoyed that kind of music in the 90s uh and some of them are doing it very successfully I just want to know when Labouche is coming back um are they on tour I feel like that's don't hold your breath hey maybe? why not mm-hmm. you don't know I will I mean you're right I don't know Labouche may oh, be coming look at back this. LaBouche on tour. Mm. Mulcahy's Pub and Concert Hall in Wanta, New York. Well, wow, that's looks like you've got a trip planned. Oh my yeah, God, LaBouche with Snap? <sighs> okay. okay um, also, can I just throw this out there? You guys, yes. we need to be on high alert because Toto has actually announced a European tour. We are, are hopeful. We no, we're hopeful that they will announce an American tour, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be awesome? I would travel for Toto. Travel for Toto. I don't know Toto. that I would travel. I'd go to Africa. Yeah. I would go to like Excel. All right. All right uh, let's move, move on. on. By the item. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has not been confirmed, but we have to think about an almost A-plus list, mostly movie actor and his actress wife. Mm. 
This almost A-plus list, mostly movie actor, was a no-show at an event this past week. He was supposed to attend with his actress wife, but bailed. Things have not been going well for the couple at all. Okay. A-plus list, mostly movie actor. There was an event that he no-showed at. Yes. Um, what events have happened I'm in the last week? Gonna... Think about something to do with dance. Oh, these people are known dancers, and that's where their relationship started. Was in the world of dance. Channing Tatum. Their relationship started. Oh well, I guess that. What's mm-hmm. that movie called? Step Up. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Step Up. Okay. To relationship problems. Okay. Fill in the blanks. All right, and Chan- we'll go back. Yes, Channing Tatum, the show's boyfriend, was a no-show at an event this past weekend. That event being. Uh, the L.A. Ballet Gala, mm-hmm. honoring Jenna Dwan Tatum. He was supposed to attend with his actress wife, but bailed. Things have not been going well for the couple at all. Why? Okay, they, so wait, they were honoring her and he didn't show up? Yeah. Ooh. Was there an excuse? Let's look this up here. Channing. That is, it, that is, I hope, he, I mean, if he, if it, if he didn't have the flu, that is inexcusable. Mm-hmm. She was a co-chair of the gala. For the Los oh, Angeles Ballet, a very important event for that's your significant other. Yeah. Well, there's an article, an exclusive in Us Weekly from yesterday. Step Up director Adam Shankman knew Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan would be together forever. Oh, a little nice hmm. uh, public relations drop right there. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. Very, very interesting. All right, let's move on to our next blind item. Our next blind item has to do with the most famous member of a reuniting group. The most famous member of a reuniting group. It's always about money, and this most famous member of a reuniting group wants the most money for agreeing to participate, but wants also to do the least amount of work. Between her demands and the money another member desperately needs, there's a lot of fighting, and things could end up falling apart. Victoria Beckham and the Spice Girls and, Spice Girls and the, the one that needs the money, Mel B. Mm-hmm. Scary Bankruptcy. Spice. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's fill in the blank with that one. All right. It's always about money and Victoria Beckham, the most famous person of the Spice Girls, arguably, wants the most money for agreeing to participate in the Spice Girls reunion, but also wants to do the least amount of work. Between Victoria's demand and the money Mel B desperately needs, there is a lot of fighting and things could still end up falling apart for the Spice Girls reunion. Was that one confirmed? No, this is not confirmed. Yeah, but it's pretty but, it, but like, it's obvious. pretty obvious who this blind item is about. Ooh. And also we just heard from Elizabeth that they have confirmed that they've been invited to the royal wedding and that they will somehow take part in the entertainment at that. Well, that's, you know, uh. that's what she said. That's, That's what she said. That's very interesting. I think this whole thing is an unknown quantity at this point, which tells me that they don't really know what they're all agreeing to yet, or it hasn't been finalized, because I feel like if it had been, they would just come out and say, this is what we're doing. Right. And what great press to be asked about appearing at the royal wedding. Right. Of course, you're going to say, and we have something in the works. Why Why would you? Why would you not know? At this point, what you're doing exactly, and why would you be dropping hints that you'd be performing at the royal wedding? Uh, why? What does telling people that you're going to be performing at the royal wedding potentially do to things that you're hoping will come through? 
It'll create buzz. And that would then turn into more money. Right. Exactly. If you're going to be performing for the royal family, presumably you can ask for a bigger, oh, like, really, you want us to do this? Well, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would also add, I'm not surprised that Victoria Beckham wants to do the least amount of work because do you remember their last reunion at the... Um, what was that for? I'm trying to. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Remember, was that the, the opening, opening of the Olympics? That's why I couldn't remember. Um, and she basically kind of just stood there the whole time. Do you remember that? It was like almost embarrassing. Like she didn't even bother to learn any choreography. She just sort of posed. So that doesn't surprise me in the least. All right. Well, thank you for bringing those hauls. And uh, we do that every day. We'll do those again tomorrow. Was that one confirmed or no? Not confirmed. Okay. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know, speaking of those blind items, we've been solving blind items for probably the past, you know, month or or more. And there have been... A lot of blind items surrounding somebody who had an interview on a late night talk show last night. Jennifer Lawrence was on Stephen Colbert. And uh, for the first time that I can remember this weekend, she's been starting to talk more about Harvey Weinstein. We hadn't heard her talk about him very much, but now in her interviews, she's addressing Harvey Weinstein stories and my brain is a little muddled up and we need to kind of sift through this because I wonder if you guys are feeling the same way we're talking about Jennifer Lawrence and her thoughts on Harvey Weinstein after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 if you miss second chance romance oh don't worry we got you we have the highlights so we did a little shopping it was really casual Hmm. and I just I don't really know what happened she hasn't called me back do you mind if we ask why you didn't call her back She's great. She's really pretty and she's funny. And we had this amazing conversation. Okay. It's just, she knows my ex and I'm trying to avoid that whole social circle. You heard what Leslie said, your thoughts. I feel better that I didn't do anything wrong to alienate you. I thought that I was, I, I thought I was being stupid. Um, no, no, uh, I feel honestly, better. No. no, I like you. I think that you're great. I just, I, honestly, I didn't want you to hear a whole bunch of bad stuff about me. It's like my worst nightmare. I just wanted to start out fresh with a clean slate. Well, ask her, Lex. Lex? We'll pay for it. You guys game? <laughs> I guess why the hell not? We have a great time. Yeah! <laughs> oh my God. Second Chance Romance, Thursdays at 7 and 8.30 on My Talk 1071. The radio home of Dirt Alerts, three times a day at 8.20, 12.20, and 5.20. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. All right, so yesterday on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, we talked a little bit about those blind items from crazydaysandnights.net that we like to solve on a daily basis here on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. And we talked, Bradley, about how you found yourself in a conversation with some other people and you had knowledge because of those blind items uh, that that m- most people aren't necessarily privy to and that it can be kind of a confusing headspace to live in. Well, 
Jennifer Lawrence is out doing the interview circuit, of course, because of her new movie, Red Sparrow. And she's been the subject of a lot of those blind items. And I have found myself having a really difficult time putting together all of the information I think I know in my head. Okay. Okay. So can I lay some of it out there and we'll try to work through it together. Okay. So let's just start by saying Jennifer Lawrence has been alluded to on crazydaysandnights.net and her involvement with Harvey Weinstein. Because as we know, Harvey Weinstein was responsible for at least one, if not more, of her very successful movies, including but not limited to Silver Linings Playbook, which saw her nominated for an Oscar, right? So we thought, according to crazydaysandnights.net, the blind items, And some other rumors that perhaps she had been involved with Harvey Weinstein in one way or another outside of their professional relationship, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So yesterday she was on the late show with uh, Stephen Colbert and he asked her about Harvey Weinstein. Now she has spoken about him in the past, um, but she spoke very directly about him. So listen to what she said. You recently were ill-used in the defense of Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was. As as he, is just, just, he is just yeah. that horrible okay. boil that does not go away. You pop the boil. It, he's just the worst. Just when is it going to end? Like in the middle of the night, I had to come up with a statement in London and I was like, it's still not over? So this, his awfulness why, is still happening? Let me explain. Is that in his defense, his, his lawyers put in our his statements. Defense. In, in oh, his defense? Oh. His lawyers. His lawyers, not me. I right. promise you. Okay. I was like, what's happening? And his lawyers put our defense saying, hey, listen, uh, Meryl Streep once said something nice about him and Jennifer Lawrence said that she was, you know, I was nice to her. And yeah. this is his, he drags you into his pile of yeah. 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 So everybody does. <laughs> but and, I'm and very is, lucky. And this is why, this is why you're taking a year off? No, it's just by coincidence. I really yeah. love my job and I'm very happy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there she is talking about Harvey Weinstein. She also had an interview that aired on 60 Minutes over the weekend where she also talked about Harvey Weinstein. She basically said that she wanted to kill him after she heard more of the things that he was accused of doing. So I ask you this, does all of this land for you and how does it land for you? Um, Well, I don't think to me, nothing has changed. The last we talked about Jennifer Lawrence and in relationship to Harvey Weinstein and what I um, talked with friends over the weekend is I tend to think that there is a lot more to this story than we are ever going to be privy to. So we don't know what really happened between Jennifer Lawrence and Harvey Weinstein. The rumor is, uh, and at least some of the blind items have to imply that Jennifer Lawrence used uh, used her sexuality to advance her movie career. Whether you believe that or not, you know, I mean, in this particular climate, you don't want to think about that. You don't want to believe it. You don't want to believe that, you know, happy-go-lucky Jennifer Lawrence, who always says and does the right things and is sort of this aw shucks kind of, you know, totally relatable actress in Hollywood, that she um, didn't do anything untoward. I don't... I don't think you have to necessarily believe that Mm -hmm. just because that's what she wants you to believe. Mm -hmm. So and I've also said when it comes to empty lawyer, again, for those of you, you know, I don't want to bore you with the details, but here's a a guy who has time and time again been proven correct on 
some major news, especially around stories related to the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. So Kevin Spacey, those rumors, he talked about those for years. Um, Not only Kevin Spacey, but Harvey Weinstein. So I like until I have a reason to not believe him. I mean, the tendency I will. Is to and believe, just yeah. because she goes on late night and does like a aw shucks, I'm going to drink a cocktail and take my shoes off and tell you that Harvey Weinstein is a an ass boil, I believe is the yes, term. Yes, that, that is what she beeped. said. <laughs> um, it doesn't mean I'm more inclined to to believe her story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, can we talk a little bit about you alluded to the fact that she kicked her shoes off and was drinking rum. That was the most odd like, I just thought her, that whole it's interview totally was so... It's relatable. We're just going to kick back, take our shoes off, and drink some booze. It was really weird. Yeah. Like, and I know She's that that's kind awkward, of her thing. And look, here's the thing with Jennifer Lawrence. So, like, you know, uh, and I'm sure this has, like, this tells you a lot more probably about me than it tells you about Jennifer Lawrence. But my take on Jennifer Lawrence generally from the beginning has been I don't buy her act. And I think a lot of it is it's been very successful. And by that, I mean, you know, like falling up the stairs and always having sort of the like totally relatable joke. Mm-hmm. It's it, for a celebrity like her at the level that she's at. I don't buy that. She is, you know, the person that she's selling and that her people are selling on TV. Yeah. But I think that of every celebrity who tries to get me to believe that, like I th- like if you're a celebrity and you've reached that high a- a echelon, like I'm not saying you're an alien, but I, I think there are going to be a lot of things that I'm not going to be able to relate to you about. And I'm totally fine with that if you're an amazing actor. So that's just my opinion about her in general. So I just run these stories through the filter of that. Um, Do you have any interest in seeing this uh, Red Sparrow movie? Absolutely not. And I talked to, um, I was talking to Dawn before the show about it. And Dawn pointed out rightly, like this just seems an odd moment for a movie about a sexy woman who's trying to like, you know, use her sex appeal and charm to, you know, uh, do things in the world. Yeah. And also just Jennifer Lawrence with a Russian accent doesn't appeal to me in any way. It's so, so interesting. Yeah. And she's really like coming out swinging about the nudity in the movie. Like, well, yeah, I feel like she's reclaiming her agency. That I, was the, the quote she used. I'm like, OK, so I don't like did, was anybody judging it? Do you see what I mean? It's like she's she's very like she's pre-explaining something that I don't know that people have been up in arms about. You know what I mean? Like she's coming out aggressively about she also had to to defend her toplessness. She also had to go on a diet for this movie, which was the first time she's ever gone on a diet. And quote, I was very hungry. Okay. So, We're going to just walk totally away now. Relatable. We're just going to walk away right now. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, stories about Ryan Seacrest and Jeffrey Tambor in the Me Too movement on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. What you talking about, Entertainment.